Welcome to the Mind Vine Podcast, where we challenge the stigma associated with mental illness through conversations about a variety of issues impacting mental health. Here we bring you news, views, and interviews that intrigue, educate, and celebrate recovery. Leading us on this journey are the hosts of the Mind Vine Podcast, Daryl Mathers and Chris Bovey. So we've got a, a big crowd here, and this is our uh, special Century of Care, or Celebrating a Century of Care Mindvine podcast. And thank you all for being here. This is uh, an important day in our history. We were actually here uh, 365 days ago, kind of kicking this off, and it's nice to see it come uh, to fruition. So my name is uh, Daryl Mathers. I'm without my co-host today, just uh, for space issues here on the stage. He'll be uh, joining us later in some other podcasts. And um, we have two other special guests today. I'm going to start with Lori. Lori Lane Murphy was one of six ambassadors of hope that were announced uh, a year ago today as we kicked off our Century of Care campaign. And you've been busy not only promoting Ontario Shores, but igniting conversations around a mental illness since. So, so welcome, Lori. And of course, our other guest, it's taken him four years, but we finally approved his request to be on the podcast. Our president and CEO, Kareem Amdani. Welcome, Kareem. And again, thank you both uh, for kicking off this day for us. It's been, we've been here since about 6 o'clock this morning, meeting staff, um, kind of hyping up the day. And uh, we have a long way to go still. It's going to be a long day, but a fun one. So thank you both for, for kicking it off. And just to start off the conversation, like from both your perspectives, what does this day and turning 100 uh, mean to both of you? It went by fast. <laughs> it went by really, really quickly. So I think to have a celebration to kick it off and to have a celebration to sort of um, um, really pay tribute to, to the 100 years that Ontario Shores has been here, I think the fact that we are talking about it and we're celebrating it is huge. So I think it's just important from the front end and then as we have reached it, even though it's happened really quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, I mean, you know, when you think about 100 years uh, and you think about the amount of time uh, that the organization has been in the community, uh, what it really talks about is the need, right? So, uh, 100 years ago, there was a need for service in in the community. Uh, There was a need to be able to address mental health and addictions uh, at that time. And 100 years later, we are still uh, providing that service. And so, our organization, our ability to be able to do that is what has kept us relevant. If that need didn't exist anymore, we wouldn't be relevant. If our ability to actually help people and make them uh, better uh, wasn't possible, we wouldn't be relevant. So 100 years tells me uh, a lot about the organization, about the way it's reinvented itself, how it's remained relevant in today's society, and the fact that the need still exists and we have to continue to try and provide that care uh, in a modern uh, sort of way. It was probably 18 months or longer ago that we started talking about what we were going to do for our 100th anniversary. And I know specifically for you and uh, senior management, it was really important that we do something that touches all of our stakeholders, like not just our staff, but our patients, our community, our families, volunteers. So why was that a priority for us to, to celebrate this milestone? So first of all, I think you know, it's a celebration of the community. So I think there's, there's levels of, of celebration. So there's a celebration of the community. Uh, the community has welcomed Ontario Shores over the last 100 years. 
um, you know, we have been a part in, of the fabric of this or of the, of the city, of this region. So it's been really important that that relationship, that partnership between the community and our organization actually be celebrated. You know, that the, when I met, for example, when I met uh, somebody who was in, in politics right now, um, regionally, and I, and, and I was talking about uh, Ontario Shores, and he said to me, do you know that when I was really young, um, I actually worked at Ontario Shores by uh, supporting sort of the maintenance of the typewriters. And so all of the, almost everybody in the community has been connected to Ontario Shores in some way. Either because a family member has uh, received care, uh, perhaps they have worked at Ontario Shores, uh, perhaps their companies have done business with Ontario Shores. So we have to celebrate that. We are a powerful part of the community. And, and, and I think that doing the 100 year celebration over the past year, it's given us the opportunity to talk to people in the community and raise the visibility. And it's interesting that stories like that come out. I mean, you probably never would have heard that story. Mm -hmm. So it really is woven into the fabric of, of you know, our whole community. So that's part of the experience that you've had in yeah. the last in the last yeah, year, and I wonder if you could back it up a little bit and talk about when you saw the call for ambassadors in celebration uh, of our hundredth anniversary. Why you decided to kind of step forward? Oh, I jumped all over it. I jumped all over it because um, I'm all about the conversation around stigma. So for me as a mental health advocate, you sort of have to pick an angle. It's such a big elephant that you have to decide where you're gonna focus your attention. And because I live with a mental illness and it's part of my family and it has been part of my family for, for decades and generations, um, it was important to be allowed to have this platform to talk about having a meaningful life and making meaningful contributions to the community. Um, maybe not in spite of, but because of my mental illness. And it's been a wonderful opportunity to talk to other people who are experiencing mental illness and maybe, just maybe, they start looking at it in a little more positive light. You, you've been in working in mental health for a long time, Kareem, and I know as we've held the, the, uh, the speaker series around the Centre of Care, which Lori's been a part of and our other ambassadors and different events, you have, you know, you've been a part of that. You've been listening and, and soaking up all the experiences. What does it mean to you to have the ambassador program and have people like Lori celebrating our anniversary on our behalf? So um, it's been spectacular. So, you know, you can't have the conversation about mental health without talking about our clients. Um, and as an organization, we have made a major commitment to recovery. We have talked about how it is that people feel when they receive care at Ontario Shores. What is it about that experience that would differentiate being at Ontario Shores versus being at any other organization? And part of that is the compact that exists between uh, we as providers and our clients. And that that relationship is one of trust and uh, empowerment and, and having um, you know, having that relationship uh, be a part of the recovery journey that takes place for the individual. And so how could it not be that we would have people who have uh, an illness or a mental illness or an experience not be a part of the celebration, right? Uh, and be, in fact, our spokespersons for uh, the organization because that's what we want at the end of the day to have is when people leave here having received care, 
that they leave and enter in the community. There are spokespersons, there are ambassadors uh, about what it is that Ontario Shores is doing for the community. And so this is just a microcosm. Lori and the others are just a microcosm of, the, of what that vision is about trying to get people to talk about Ontario Shores and mental illness. As you, Lori, have been going around in your role as an ambassador, maybe talk about some of the experiences you've had, the interactions, the opportunities. There's been a lot. There's been a lot of opportunity over the last 12 months to speak to different community organizations um, and really take up the, the raising of awareness of what Ontario Shores um, not only does but can do. I think back to um, my own father who experienced um, mental illness and he just didn't have access and didn't know about all of the services um, that quite frankly weren't available at that time and they're available now and so it was important for me as I went out and spoke to people and, and took part in um, various projects to make sure that people knew about how powerful this organization is and what's available to people so that um, we can do something about the suffering and people can go from suffering to managing to living with mental illness. After the, I shouldn't say after but um, you've been an ambassador for the 100th anniversary campaign, but you've also participated in our awareness campaign, which is currently yes. uh, ongoing. It's in, uh, if you don't recognize her, you think you know who Lori is and you're not sure you can place her. She's on a billboard somewhere in Durham region or on a bus shelter or in a go train. A bus shelter near uh, you. Yes. So, and it's part of a campaign. It's savetheliving.ca and it's... Uh, Gun progressively more provocative uh, the more each year that we've kind of entered this uh, this world and you were just telling me this morning that you've gotten lots of feedback and I was wondering if you could share you know some of the experiences you've had being a part of that campaign sure first of all it's very weird um, to be I was <laughs> taking the train into Toronto on Saturday and I was almost terrified because my face is all along <laughs> at the coast station it's everywhere you look and there I am which is amazing because I've been getting feedback from friends of course people snapping pics and putting them on social media and um, I was saying to Daryl what was amazing to me is one friend posted and a friend of hers who I don't know was talking about how powerful the campaign is because it generated a conversation between herself and her teenage son and it was something that they never ever talked about so it's working whatever it is that we want it to do it's working just we we're talking about what getting people talking um, might be the time for cream I know there's been lots of talk about why that area behind <laughs> us was boarded up for the for a few months over the summer as we prepared for today and maybe you could uh, let everybody know what's going on uh, in that space so one of the most powerful things uh, about this organization is the energy and the creativity that comes um, and so when we began the you know, thinking about what the year would look like um, you know, we had the team run, they had a lot of creative ideas, and it was, let's, let's do this in a way that will make people remember. Because it's not just about the day, it's about certainly the journey that we've taken, but it's also about people remembering that that's the North Star. We've got to be creative, we've got to be innovative, we've got to figure out uh, ways to, to tackle uh, illness uh, in a unique way. And so when we then thought about the space, and we thought about it as a historical view. Said, well, history is history, but it has to be blended in with that creativity and innovation that goes into the future. 
And so how do we make it bright? How do we make it uh, energetic? How do we bring people together so that what you're doing as you enter this uh, organization, where you enter this foyer, is you're entering an organization that is challenging what mental health is all about, what illness is about. It isn't about uh, darkness. It isn't about being in the corner. It is about bright. It is about energy. It is about bringing people together. It is about having conversations. And so that space has to be about that. It has to be about bringing us all together. It has to be about us sitting there and talking to each other. It has to be about us not feeling like we have a seat in the sort of corner, but that it's, we're really a part of the organization. So uh, I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled by the way it looks. I'm, I'm thrilled about the way that I hope people will utilize it and enjoy it and be a part of it. Um, so looking forward to how people just make it a part of our organization. And it takes us beyond the 100 year. I mean, that's, you know, all of this wonderful celebration and the ambassador program over the last year. Um, that's just the beginning, right? It's, it's about continuing the conversation and keeping that momentum going, right? And that's another way to do it. And this, in this space we're talking about, we're yeah. calling the Heritage Lounge, and it officially opens at 10.15, which I think was five minutes ago. <laughs> and uh, we hope everybody has a chance to check it out. And one of the things that uh, I think is really neat about it, you know, coming into the space every day, um, certain things become wallpaper after a period of time. And I think while that history display that we used to have there um, served a purpose, I think eventually for a lot of us it became just uh, you know, something we would pass by and not even realize what we were passing by. And I think it's going to be really difficult to do that in that space. Uh, um, for those who haven't seen it yet, uh, there's TV screens. There's uh, also artifacts from the past, but uh, um, more recent artifacts as well. And an opportunity to have special events. Uh, and uh, if you picture the Olympics or different, uh, when the Raptors were on their run, being able to, to uh, gather and enjoy that together. So I think it'll be a really interesting space. Hopefully uh, people utilize it. One of the other projects that we've worked on that we're kind of unveiling today that's going to be on sale in a few minutes is our 100th anniversary book. And I encourage everybody to get a copy. I know, Kareem, you've had a chance to look through it. And it's really interesting blend of photos from the past and um, those more recent. And you'll recognize more than one person in this book. Uh, and a few, might, I think there's even a couple uh, shirtless staff in here. Uh, not that it's that provocative, but it's, uh, there's some interesting photos from, from a series of events. Uh, and one of the things that I really took from going through the book is, yes, it documents our history as an organization, and it, it you know, chronicles uh, kind of mental health care over the last century to a degree. Um, but you get a sense of like camaraderie in the community that's here. Like there's pictures from baseball tournaments and bowling uh, events and socials and people just gathered outside of cottages for a group photo. And uh, that stuff still happens today. Like that's pretty much what we're building today on is people using the video booth and coming to get their picture taken by the sign. So um, I was just wondering when you went through it, Kareem, like what were your kind of impressions of it? Yeah, I, um, I had the opportunity to look at it over a period of time, and then the final product. So, you know, all the creativity that you and the teams have been putting together in terms of bringing it together, I had the opportunity to take a look at it, and it is, it is wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you, you, you want to honor the past, all right? Because 
the past uh, allows us to be able to learn. And so honoring that past uh, is, is, is one element of that, of that book. But more importantly is uh, at the core of that past is that we care. We as an organization deeply care about the people that we serve. We are here because of the people we serve. And so that incredible compassion for uh, the people that we serve and the work that we do comes through in that, in that book. And, and I think that's why, to me, it's important. Uh, yes, you want it there as a tribute to the past, but you also want it as a, uh, a reflection of what makes this organization as special as it is, uh, which is that incredible compassion for our, for our clients. So the book is available for purchase just over there, and it's also available online at ontarioshorts.ca for anybody watching this uh, later on. And it's uh, you know, the idea of it's a commemorative book, and it's something that uh, is a keepsake. We're going to be donating it to libraries so future generations can learn a little bit more about Ontario Shores. And I think it's one area, in, in maybe since divestment 2006, that we've we put a lot of effort in investing in our community and building those relationships. And uh, I think today we're going to find, you know, we're going to have a sample of how strong some of those relationships are with the different events and people attending. And I wonder, Lori, like living in the community, do you feel that people appreciate having this resource uh, in their community or that we're at least moving the needle in that direction? Moving the needle in that direction, for sure, because um, myself, having taken advantage of the services of Ontario Shores and um, am so much better for it, it was life-changing. Um, so for me, never mind being an ambassador, but just a former patient, to go out into the community and talk about that experience and have people really start to listen. I found over the last year that people were more willing to listen to my experience and listen a little bit more about Ontario Shores. It, the conversations were far less dismissive because I think back to even you know five years ago, um, I didn't talk much about my mental illness and well now you can't shut me up really um, in any way. Um, so I think the conversation is definitely moving in the right direction and I think that's due in part to all of the wonderful things that are happening here at the hospital and the services provided to the community. Have you seen it? Have you noticed a shift too, as Kareem, as well, when you're uh, with stakeholders and government officials over your, you know, you've been here uh, for a number of years and, and in two different roles. Has that, have those conversations evolved? I think they have evolved and they continue to evolve. Um, what I'd say that generally in society is there is now a recognition of um, mental illness. There is a acknowledgement that uh, it is uh, prevalence is quite significant that we have to address it. What I haven't seen is actually the commitment in uh, dollars to follow, whether they're philanthropic dollars or government funding yet. Um, so I, I think there's an opportunity to continue to advocate for that as a, as a society and as an organization. Uh, we still feel that when a person goes through their journey, that journey uh, isn't as complete as it needs to be in order for them to achieve uh, the value that they can bring to society. Many of you have heard me talk about so how thrilled we all are when, you know, sort of the GDP goes up by 1% or something. We're all like, 
you know, societally, it's like, oh, good, we achieved that level of productivity growth in our, in our society. Yet we have, you know, probably 20% of society whose productivity isn't as high as it could be because they're suffering from a mental illness. And our role is really to help those individuals achieve their best because when they are at their best, they're actually contributing to society and our productivity as a society grows. We become much stronger as a society. And so that conversation about that co constant conversation with others about trying to bring that to the forefront, that it isn't, it isn't an expenditure, it's an investment. Invest in the health of our population and the productivity of our society grows. And so to me, I, that's the conversation that I constantly have. I think people get it, but we have a ways to go still, I think. If you were you know, to raise a glass in honor of this anniversary and, and toast Ontario Shores, what would, you, uh, what would you say? I would definitely toast the staff. I would toast the staff a um, hundred times over um, because not only have I benefited um, from the interactions and that compassion you were talking about, Kareem, um, it's just the work and the, the fact that you choose to do this kind of work is, it means so much to people like myself in the community um, and everybody in this room, everybody who works for Ontario Shores, you take huge, you make huge strides in um, eliminating the fear and the shame that's often attached still to mental illness. So I think every single person um, that comes here every single day deserves a, a big salute. 100%. Um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm looking out and I'm seeing so, much, so many of our staff, I'm looking out and seeing so many of the people that have been involved. This is a journey. A hundred years ago when we began this journey, um, a, you know, a different group of people, a, a, you know, a different organization, uh, at the core of that was, like I said, the fact that we cared for our people, cared for our clients. Um, and it's you, it's all of you, um, that have contributed to the growth and strength of this organization. And so I would say, toast to all of you, keep it up. We've got 100 years to go. We've got new buildings <laughs> to build. We've got new uh, societies to, to really um, change. Um, and at the heart of it all, we too will need the services of this organization at some time in our life. And so we want to be here for that as well. I think that's a perfect way to kind of wrap up our, our first podcast and with a toast would often go cake, which we have lots of today. <laughs> and the first one is ready uh, just over there. So thank you both uh, for kicking off our day. It's a great conversation, and uh, we look forward to, to uh, a wonderful and memorable day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.